laughing loud and feeling free Never noticed to you there was more They can't see you really So stand out Welcome to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine State. This is the second episode of my podcast, um, and I'm so excited about uh, the journey that we're about to go on together. This is a podcast that travels the journey of complete emotional healing, health, and wellness from a non-expert perspective. I'm simply a woman on a journey trying to figure this thing out right alongside with you. Now, in this podcast, we have so much to uncover and release together. So let's get started. Now, last week was such a cool time. I gave an introduction to the introspective question, do you like me? And talked about my personal story and how I discovered I didn't like me. This episode will further discuss the question of self-like or love started in the last episode. But we will also focus on exploring self-image and finding home within. We will talk, of course, about it from several vantage points as we go along, but today I'll start with the story. A few years ago, I went on a tour with an artist, um, of which I will not name for the sake of confidentiality. I was excited to go on this tour. It was a 10-day tour. The music was cool. The experience of the show was pretty cool. At times, the whole band would dance. It was just a really exciting experience overall. It, it was an overall a very cool situation. However, I was terrified because it was the first time I, you know, I would tour as a background vocalist for a legendary artist. I had done background vocals for mainstream artists and toured with them before, but not on a legendary status. I actually grew up listening to this person's music, so it was really, really a big deal for me. So on the tour, things were going well, but right around the fifth day, a couple of the band members were complaining about the lack of per diem. That's actually the money that you're supposed to receive for spending during the tour. They, as well as I and others, were under the impression that we would receive a certain amount daily. After all, that is the meaning of the term per diem. This, in fact, was not actually the intention. The amount we would receive was meant to cover the entire trip. Of course, this meant people weren't happy about it. You know, normally this amount is to cover the food you will eat during the tour, three meals daily taken into consideration. With all of that being said, tons of complaints were going around, none of which actually made it back to the artist. Other than mine, of course, the new girl in the band had something to say where she was expected to be silent. After I got back to the artist, I was given a bit more money to make up for the confusion and help me get through the rest of the trip without starving to death. I was super broke then, so when I made... The decision to go on this tour, what I made during the tour was what I was supposed to eat with. So I was in a bit of a dilemma. So I had to make sure that I stretched every penny that I got from that time frame so that I can eat every single day. But that was strike one for me for them, of course. 
I then noticed, you know, that one of the guys in the band was connected with people on every stop that we made. So as we go on throughout the trip, I approached him as a friend and asked if he wouldn't mind allowing me to go with him or letting me know if he was going out because I'd like to experience some of the sights in these different places, too, if possible. I was on some tourist, explore the world, Dora the Explorer type thought process at that moment. And I didn't really pick up on the fact that I was violating the tour etiquette. (laughs) He simply said, okay. And when two or more days went by and I asked the second time and, you know, to which he had the same response. Mind you, each of these nights, he went out and had an extravagant story to tell for each of the night's adventures. And I started thinking to myself, didn't really say much at first, but I thought to myself, whoa, why is this guy dismissing me like that? You're giving me an okay, but you're not following through on what you've said. At that point, that was beyond my cue to just let it go. But I didn't. After I started thinking those thoughts, I started to complain to him and thought it was because he didn't like me as a person. Well, to be completely honest, that had absolutely nothing to do with me. After spending a lot of time in this industry, I learned that this dude was really trying to hang with his people and be alone with whichever young lady he designated for that night. Had he let me tag along, the hang part would have been cool, but I would have so been in the way of his late night activity. At that time, I was naive and I really didn't realize that. But, you know, after time, I learned it. So instead of me actually thinking in that mindset, I went into this dark place thinking no one there liked me, thinking I was being singled out. When in fact, these thoughts of paranoia led to a change in my behavior. I was angry, sad, and lonely. I was missing my very young little girl at the time. And although these feelings were valid, it had nothing to do with those people on that trip whatsoever. It had to do with me and being able to settle myself within myself to really come to terms with what was actually going on. Now, I'll come to that point in a minute, though. I'll come back to it. That was strike two for me, though, just so you know. (laughs) I then, with my desire to try to fix people liking me, decided to try to win the attention of the people on the trip. Side note, this never works out, okay? Trying to make people like you oftentimes lands you in a whirlwind of emotions personally and giving off that doing way too much vibe. Now, okay, let's go back to the story though. Now, I asked if I could help with, you know, a few small things here or there. I also noticed that we weren't in the best hotels and offered to help with the hotel accommodations for future tours. This way we could save money, still have nice accommodations, have, you know, a a nice breakfast sometimes, things like that. This did not go over well. As helpful as I thought it would be, it was taken with events as if I was demeaning the work of the person or persons who got us the hotels. Not at all my intention, but my desire to do entirely way too much got my foot stuck in my mouth yet again. But a key thing experience will teach you is staying in your lane helps you win the race. I'll say that again. Staying in your lane helps you win the race, okay? But again, I had to learn that the hard way. Now, we can talk all day about the fact that people need to communicate better and, you know, help to clear up situations like these. However, at the end of the day, everyone does not think that way. And honestly, some people just won't. We live in a world full of avoiders, people who shy away from clarity for whatever reason. To them, it is better to ignore a problem, hoping it will go away, which is often the worst thing ever because it doesn't. There are people who avoid communication for various reasons. They don't feel comfortable with you. They don't feel they should have to. They're embarrassed. They don't know how to communicate. Too many reasons to list, but it's a lot of reasons out there. 
So you can't worry about that part. None of that was in your is in your control. And for me, none of that was in my control. None of that matter. What was in my control was my ability to take a step back and assess the situation. The hotel thing was strike three for me, by the way. I was told that I wouldn't be back. Hard lesson, but it need to be learned. Back to my personal assessment, though. Even though that was a, a difficult situation to face, I had to take a step back and assess myself. Had I stopped as soon as my feelings of inadequacy stepped in and actually took some time for myself, I could have cut some of that off at the head. I could have opened my eyes to the guy wanting to be with his lady friends or realized that the hotel suggestion would not be received well regardless of how it was made. People are offended by what they are offended by, and you have no control over that. The fact of the matter is, I was not at home with myself, and so my actions I was not in control of. I needed to take a step back and find my safe place to understand why I felt rejection and fear in these moments. No one should be in charge of your feelings or self-worth or security. That is all on you. And it is impossible for an external source to create your internal happiness. So because I struggled with my internal happiness, it reflected. It was reflected in those moments. I've struggled so much with the notion that I have to learn how to love myself. Like, why isn't this a natural thing? Why is it not innate for me to love me? Like, shouldn't that be a common thing? Why do you have to work on building self-esteem? It hurts to know that I'm making myself love me again, but it is what it is. And at the end of the day, I understand that through life's experiences, the childlike love and comfort with myself faded long ago. And so I made the conscious decision to get it back. All of it, every last drop. My first step was adjusting my mind's meditations, the way I thought. I've decided to focus on the half full glass instead of the half empty one. I've decided that gratitude and living wholeheartedly with intentions of authenticity are the focus and in turn the stepping stone. How can I expect to have a life of fulfillment if my mind meditates, which is the deep unintentional or intentional focused thoughts? If those thoughts are constantly geared towards the half empty portion of my life's glass. Many of us have lost control of our thoughts and must do everything possible to take that control back. So today I wanted to bring it up and I wanted to talk about it because learning how to love you is the best thing and the most freeing and liberating thing that you will ever do in life. It is not easy. It has not been easy. And I don't know that it will continue or ever become easier for me, but I know it is something that I am dedicated to. And I encourage you to be dedicated to it as well. I started reading different books. I started reading articles. I started trying to reach out to other people who had experience. I started talking to a therapist. Now, everyone might not be able to afford a therapist, and I get it. But that's where things like this, like a podcast, might come into play. You might get something out of this that you can use. I'm not a psychologist. I am not a therapist. I am not any of those people who study the brain and, and is an expert on how to fix your life. I'm not a Yama. But what I am is a person who is in the position to say, this is where I am and this is what I'm doing to try to fix it. And hopefully I help somebody else in the process. And every last time that one of us succeeds, it makes the entire community better. Now, 
I know that we've talked about some pretty heavy stuff, some pretty deep stuff, but this is what this podcast is about. This podcast is about talking about the difficult situations that we each face internally, not the issues that you face with other people. Now, of course, there might be, you know, someone else that you can talk to or some podcasts, and maybe we'll even address issues from conflict resolution from external sources or other people, but that's not what this is about. We are here to learn how to get in tune with ourselves, to learn how to be at home within ourselves, because we are the first place that we will receive love, care, affirmation, and consideration. We are the first place to receive all of that. And it is important that the first place is the most, the most impactful place that you'll receive these things. Now, I do want to suggest a few things. I'll tell you some things that I've been doing um, over the last couple of weeks. I started reading this book called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Now, this book, when I tell you, I I got it off of Amazon and I thought that, you know, I'm just going to try to read a book and just pick one at random. So I read a ton of reviews and I looked at it to try to make sure that it was a good thing for me, that it wasn't just something that was completely random or arbitrary. I wanted to make sure it was a book that would actually touch the subjects that mattered most to me. They actually touch having issues like mine, having issues of lacking self-love, lacking self-care, lacking self-admiration. Those were the books that I was looking for. So when reading this book, it was so refreshing to hear like from the first page, her talking about the situations that she had gone through, because it always helps to have an author who you can identify with. It never helps to have someone who can PhD you to death. And you all know what I mean exactly by saying, you're PhDing me to death. You're using too many brainiac words. And I've read books like that and they just completely turn me off. It's good to be smart. It's good to have all your expertise. But I need, as this regular person, somebody who can talk to me and tell me on my terms, in my language, on my level, exactly what I should be doing to get past this. Because all of us want to get to a better plane. All of us want to get to a better place. And all of us want to be better people. So, Help me get to that point. And that's what I was able to find through this book. Now, of course, she's not the end all be all, but it was a great tool, a great step in the direction of me living a life where I really am being true to myself, being kind to myself, being loving to myself. Because again, that is the best place to start. That is the foundation of where you will be able to turn that I don't really like myself into, oh, I love myself. Now, doesn't necessarily mean you have to develop an ego, but again, that's something that we'll talk about later, but just having that genuine love for yourself. Now, what I want to suggest to you is I want to suggest that you let me know some of the books that you've read that have helped you out. Or if you want to get more information on other books that I've read, I'll be sure to um, talk about those books as I go along and give excerpts or, you know, talk about the chapters that really helped me as I go along. Um, and then we can also talk about journal entries. Now, I do want to I do want to mention that right here and there. One thing that really is helping me as I go along is to write down thoughts. Now, I'm not talking about writing down how bad your day was. 
I'm not talking about writing down how awful it was that your boyfriend left you or how bad it was that you lost your job or how bad it was that your children got on your nerves today. Now, all of those things are bad things. Granted, they are bad. I will not say they aren't bad, but that's not what I want you to write down or what I would suggest that you to write down. Because what we are trying to do on this journey is to start focusing on our have full glass. We are trying to focus on the positive attributes of our lives and being more grateful and having more gratitude to the people around us. So those are the things that I want you to focus on. I want you to start a journal. Take five minutes daily. If you have more time, write more. But at the minimum, just write for five minutes daily. Take the best parts of that day. Write down how you were excited that you cleaned your house, how how excited you were that you washed your car how excited you were that you got a promotion or you got to work on time, that you ate the lunch that you brought instead of going to McDonald's and buying something, (laughs) how excited you were that you didn't eat like a horse. (laughs) Now, as funny as that may seem, I'll be honest, some of us have a really big goal every day. Do not eat like a horse, especially those of us who are trying to be healthy, pay attention to our weight and make sure that we um, keep a certain image together and Etc., etc. So take that time, five minutes a day, write in your journal what are the best parts of your day? What are the best parts of how you felt during that day? Were you happy because you felt like you looked pretty today? Were you happy because your hair finally cooperated today? Were you happy because when you sat down at your desk, every task that you had in front of you was something you could accomplish? Were you happy because your kids did their homework and you didn't have to tell them to do it? Were you happy because your money made it into your bank account on time? You paid your rent on time? You paid your gas bill on time? Whatever. Small things, the little things. Were you happy because your dog didn't use the bathroom all over your place and they went outside like they were supposed to? Were you happy because your husband took out the trash and you didn't have to tell him to? write down the good parts of the day. This journal is not about the bad parts. It's not about what you didn't get because a lot of times we get so consumed with the bad parts of our lives that we really do kick out the good things. And in really turning around your life and turning around your mind's meditation, you really have to focus on those things that are good because what you focus on is what you will attract to you. And if you focus on good things only, I am convinced that more good things will come. And I've not been doing it very long, so I can't say it's a proven fact. It's a a miracle that these things happen. But a lot of sources have, have, have stated that if you put certain things out into the world or if you think a certain way, if you meditate on a certain thing, those certain things will come back to you. Now, don't allow the meditation thing to, I guess, freak you out or make it sound spooky. I'm not saying that you have to become like a Buddhist or any person who practices a religion that is geared towards meditation. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is be very, very intentional about where you focus or place your thoughts. Be very, very intentional about how you allow yourself to think or where you allow your thoughts to go. And if you notice that your thoughts are veering to those places that are ungrateful, that are unhappy, and that are negative and out of sorts and totally um, out of line with where you want to be, 
allow yourself the opportunity to have that moment, readjust and refocus because you have to take control of where you will go on this journey because you will make it. You are a wonderful person. You are a needed and important person. And nobody can take that from you. Nobody's, nobody else's accomplishments, nobody else's beauty, nobody else's wonderful traveling life, nobody else's Facebook or Instagram post. Nobody can take that away from you. You are wonderful regardless of the things that you feel like you have not yet accomplished. Those things don't define you. So with all of that being said, I thank you so much, guys, for listening to today's podcast. Again, this is the Sunshine State. I do want to leave you with this one thought for today. The glass of your life is half full, and that's where you should focus. There are good things happening for you and around you. And that's a wonderful thing. And that's something to celebrate and be grateful for. Now, The Sunshine State is a new podcast, and I'm really excited about it. We have a website. So you can uh, find us online at www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that's www.sunshinestate.com. So excited to have you all there. Feel free to subscribe to our uh, mailing list. There are some wonderful things that we will have coming up, some wonderful guests that are coming. So I'm excited. I'm happy that you came here and hopefully you got something from this and can take something away from it. And definitely feel free to comment and let me know on some topics that you want to hear about. Ask me some questions. If you want to have more detail on things that I've already talked about, feel free to leave those comments and those questions because again, we are all in this together. And as a community of people who are learning how to heal ourselves and be healthy emotionally, I'm here for it. And we are here for it. And we got each other. All right, guys, have a great one. So stand out, stand out, stand out. You're here, you're free, absolutely well. Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.